And I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. Bye, shotgun. Bye, shotgun. From the shadow of Black Mountain comes another edition of Gunstock Live. Thanks for watching. I'm your host, Chris Swainhart, and this is Gun Stuff. Gun Stuff is dedicated to arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. If that describes you, you are in the right place. Now, I'm guessing you probably know some other people that ought to be here, too. So spread the word for us. Spread the gun stuff gospel. Hey, we've got an exciting show for you. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors for today. Bone Dry Gun Cases. Now, if you haven't seen this before, uh, uh, we appreciate them sponsoring. And we're just about to the end of the sponsorship. So this is your opportunity. You can actually win one of these cases by commenting during the show today. And if you don't win it, you can head on over to bone-dry.com and put in the code GSTV30 and, and save yourself a bundle. They have them in all sizes, not just uh, for a handgun, but for double uh, rifle cases. So that's there. And we thank Bone Dry so profusely for, uh, uh, you know, so... You know, we just live off of these sponsors, and we appreciate that so much. And then also, Adco Super Thumb. Don't let your thumbs wear out. Uh, wait till the end of the show. We'll tell you how you can get your free Adco Super Thumb. And then also, the beautiful, the ubiquitous, the lovely, the uh, intransient, the, uh, uh, the delightful gun stuff ball cap that you want to wear to church. Take them off during the service, by the way. Uh, when you're going to the beauty shop, no matter where you are, you should be wearing a gun stuff ball cap. You can get one free. Just hang around until the end of the show. Hey, you know, uh, at this time in the show, I, I usually take just a minute and hit a uh, headline of Second Amendment news. And something came across the, our desk just this morning. And I tell you what, uh, I'm going to just read the headline to you, let you know a little bit about it. It's pretty big news. So, whoops, I hit the wrong button there, Scott. That's a preview. I'm, don't you folks look at that. That is for our featured firearm, and that's Scott coming on right in a minute. But, hey, California, the federal judge blocks key part of a California handgun law. I don't know if you know this. In California, in the communist state of California, state law requires handguns to have three components. Now dig this, okay? A chamber load indicator, all right? And then a magazine disconnect mechanism, all right? And then a micro stamping capability so that law enforcement will know whose gun the gun was shot from. In other words, that doesn't even exist. You shoot a gun, they see a little piece of uh, 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 a brass on the, on, on the ground, and they're going to be able to pick it up and track it back to you. They, those three things are required. And surprise, surprise, since 2013, no manufacturer, not one, has come up with a gun that meets all those requirements. So all of those new guns have been illegal. So a federal judge says... Uh, these regulations are having a devastating impact on California's ability to acquire and use new state-of-the-art firearms. That was just struck down today. So, hey, 
Our first guest, Patriarch Barbie, you know, she is probably going to have some comments about that, and I know uh, the rest of our, our folks will today. So let me bring along Scott. Now, Scott, I tell you what, I let the cat out of the bag. They know you're on here, so let me bring you right in here for our featured firearm of the day. Scott, I blew it. I pushed the wrong buttons, and I, I, for that, I apologize. Oh, no worries. No worries. I mean, we got to get on here and make sure everything's working. So, you know, it's one of those deals, you know, that I didn't even see it. I was busy taking notes on, I on saw that. Yeah, we're going to be talking about today. So, yeah, I, I hear my name and I look up and I'm like, oh, hey, hey, how's everybody doing? So it's it's always a pleasure to be back and uh, look forward to our show today. We got a lot of a lot of great stuff to talk about. So, hey, you know, uh, Scott, you're no surprise this is no surprise to you that we have walters uh we get the ppks the ppks in very infrequently and for a mm -hmm. while i'm going to put on the camera you can still hear me talk um you can see that we have both of the silver uh, which is actually the brushed steel stainless steel and the blued ones now they just came in we only have i think two in stock and and so uh in fact, one of those are sold. In fact, I think they're both sold, but we might have two in reserve. As I recall, we have uh, we had four. We sold two already. That's just in like a, a day or two. Tell folks, what's the difference between the PPK and the PPKS? It has something to do with a 1968 uh, firearms law, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so uh, in 1968, they they put a lot of restrictions, just like the restrictions you're talking about, you know, with California trying to, you know, come up with all these different things. Well, they they started some import restrictions, and on those restrictions, that actually prevented the at that time the Walter Walter from being uh, PPK from being imported. So what they did is they made a couple modifications to the firearm. It had to meet a weight requirement and, and size requirement, thing like that, things like that. Uh, so essentially what they did is they just made it just a little bit bigger, but they made it a little bit bigger and a little heavier in the uh, area of giving you an extra round. Uh, so uh, the PPKS has holds one extra round. So you can go seven plus one versus of in, in 380 versus the six plus one that the PPK originally came with. Uh, now, both all of these come, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, S versions and things like that. Uh, some people think that that means stainless, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that. But they do come in stainless and blued. Uh, but the PPKS, uh, to meet those requirements that they imposed on uh, all these other countries, they ended up having to make the gun a little bit bigger. The PPK, uh, the, essentially, it's a little bit shorter and the grips wrap around the backside of the tang there on the grip. Uh, and then on the on the PPK, um, it, you can actually see the PPKS, you can see the the frame is actually extended. So that's a visual difference because when we get online and we look these up, you really can't get a size comparison just by looking at a photo online, you know, like if you're shopping or something like that or trying to do a little, you know, uh, visual uh, search for yourself. So uh, the way you can always tell the difference is uh, that you can see the, the back strap is exposed on the PPKS. Yeah, I'm just trying to zoom in a little bit here. I want you yeah. guys to see it. It's almost impossible to see a difference. It's only two ounces different. And I tell you what, mm -hmm. they did a great job on this because um, 
you can barely tell and you can see that the difference is right down here in the bigger it's just a little bit bigger all that stuff two ounces different yep. hey guys it's a great firearm only 7.99 the blue i have to tell you uh i happen to own one of these uh, but i love this blue uh this is a really the james bond look and when i said we had them in stock we had in four we sold two uh, I may just buy one of these myself. So if you guys are interested, you better head on over to gunstuff.tv and, and get one. Now, we're going to uh, be back after this break, and uh, we're going to appreciate you hanging around through it. New tonight, a Salem salon plans on defying the governor's coronavirus orders by reopening for business. If I didn't comply and shut my doors, they would then issue me a $70,000 citation. And if you can possibly believe this, Child Protective Services showed up at my home. She was one of the first business owners to take a stand. Everyone's job is essential, not because of what we do or how we do it, but because it's the way we make our living. She's way out of her league, and it's time that someone told her that. Lindsey Graham, you're not out of yours. Lindsey, also, you've got the nickname now online as the Patriot Barbie. Yes, I'm doing this for me and my family, but I am doing it for you now, too. God has just opened doors for me in the political circle. When you know your identity in Christ and you know that you're right, you know that your convictions are right, it's, it's a strength that I believe can only be God-given. Wow, you see a lot. She's been everywhere, Infowars, uh, Fox News. And I remember during uh, the COVID crisis, Scott, that she was standing up for America when very few people did it. And let's bring her right on here and we can yes. get some details and find out a little bit how that went for her. And, and she's got a lot of cool stuff here in the studio too, by the way. So Lindsay, uh, Patriot Barbie, how did that come about? <laughs> oh, that's actually a great story. Um, I did not label myself Patriot Barbie. I'm not a narcissist. <laughs> I was um, being cancel cultured in Oregon and um, harassed by the left for standing up for freedom and protecting my salon from BLM. And they, someone made a meme out of my face wearing a red Make America Great Again hat and said, I don't always play Patriot Barbie, but when I do, I steal people's money and I kill their grandmas, something like that. And I went, are you calling me Patriot Barbie as an insult? So I went and looked up the definition of Patriot. I looked up the definition of Barbie posted it on my Facebook, made fun of this person, and then I went and immediately changed all my social media to say Patriot Barbie just to take jabs at them because I was so sick of being canceled. And uh, that's it. It started a movement, which is now going on three years. Well, that is really exciting. And, and uh, the only question I have is, what about the salon? That cost you a lot. I, I because you are now here in the great state of Arizona. You're no longer in Oregon. So I'm thinking that uh, that business, uh, uh, they didn't make life comfortable for you. I am I right on that? Yeah, you, you are right. I, I was first very, very uncomfortable because when I decided to reopen against lockdowns, I was probably the second or third in America, and it was a public debacle. And the governor, who um, was at the time Kate Brown, really did not like me defying her orders. And so... Um, every day I was getting a threat from the government. My license would be taken. Um, my, my business would be shut down. I would be issued a class C misdemeanor. And after I got done fighting the government, what a lot of people don't know is I actually ended up having to fight Antifa and BLM cancel culture 
because you guys will be mm. thrilled to hear this. You didn't hear this in the news. Um, BLM, Antifa, someone posted on, on Instagram or Facebook when the George Floyd riots started that they were going to burn down my salon first and kick my butt in not, not so nice terms. Um, well, I had just fought tooth and nail, um, blood and, and guts for my salon to stay open. I certainly did not want it burned down in the name of, you know, racial justice. So I did a call to arms and it was shared, I think 20, 25,000 times and 400 Patriots showed up outside my salon, um, using their second amendment rights. And we protected all of downtown Salem using our second amendment rights and no one was shot. No one was hurt. There was no violence, but not a single window was broken in that town. Wow. Uh, now, that tells us a little bit about uh, the power of the Second Amendment. Uh, I, Scott, it looks like you're already thinking about it yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's it, well, I mean, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. And it's, it's one of those things that I just you just can't believe that um, one, you know, in this country that you would have so many people willing to surrender all their freedoms and their ability to, to go places and do things, uh, especially with all the stuff that we stand for. But then on top of that, turn around and, and start to target our fellow citizens uh, for just trying to live, you know, and, and, and work, you know, so that's, it's one of those crazy things, but Lindsay, I'm so glad you did. And I'm so glad that that's a, a you know, has turned into a success story because there's so many out there that haven't, there's so many out there that, you know, during that time, they just lost everything, you know, and then that they've, that they've since been rebuilding and having to completely start over. So, um, uh, congratulations on, on a success story and, uh, thank you for standing up and, you know, and doing, cause you know, you never know where that spark is going to come from when people are called to, to defend Liberty and to defend your freedoms. And yeah. you were that spark at that time. So uh, that, that was, that's amazing. And, and kudos to you for having the courage to stand up and do that. Cause a lot of people, nah, nobody was doing it. So many, thing. nobody, you went nope. out there and you did it. You know, when you were talking about those 400 Patriots with their second amendment rights now, uh, let me ask you, how many Antifa protesters did they shoot in cold blood and, and destroy that day? Zero. Zero. So uh, uh, is that because they missed? How many shots were fired? <laughs> Zero shots were fired. Zero shots, no murders, and yet you were protected. Why is that, do you suppose, Lindsay? Well, it's because we had our Second Amendment rights and these little millennial white liberals who believe that they know better than the rest of the country. They had bottles filled with acid. They had bottles filled with urine that they were throwing at the police, but they didn't throw a single thing at us. Uh, they knew to march right past us. And the reality of it is um, they knew. They knew that we were stronger than them because we were armed. We were equipped. They knew that if they took the wrong step and they threatened harm on any of us, that they would suffer the ultimate consequence, which is that we are able to protect ourselves. And I think that that's why the government doesn't like um, us having our weaponry. And I will tell you that that is the main reason I got canceled in Oregon was these people who called me a threat to the community and said I was um, a nuisance to the community for calling to arms, which is totally, totally our, our rights, our constitutional rights. And yet these kids are stomping around downtown with act with with weapons, right? Acid and, and chemical filled bottles, throwing them, and they weren't called a threat to the community whatsoever. 
Yeah, it's disgusting. You know, this country, you know, we talk about the Second Amendment all the time here on Gun Stuff. The deal is, is we are in a constitutional republic based on the Roman model. This is not a democracy where 51% gets to ride over roughshod over the 49%. So the founding fathers realized that to protect the minority, we had to have gun rights, and that's why we have it. We don't have it because we need to go hunting. Uh, you know, we pretty much can get our meat from the grocery store last time I checked. But it's there to protect us. The Founding Fathers knew it, and you made it happen. Now, you were talking a little bit about uh, not only those firearms, but you've actually become active. And I think you brought a firearm right here in the studio. God forbid we've got a firearm. Oh, my gosh. Whoa, yeah, right. Is it loaded? Yeah, am I going to shoot anybody? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, show us what you, you have okay. there. I'm really excited about this. So this is um, a gun, an AR that was made for me custom. You can see my logo, the Patriot Barbie. Um, this was made by Lead Slinger Designs, which is based in Idaho. Um, he did my custom branded stars from my website, some glitter sparkles, and um, I'm going to try real hard not to point this at you there, but um, on the other side here is my favorite scripture, Joshua 1.9, which says, Have I not commanded you? Go forth, be strong and courageous. Do not be discouraged. Do not be terrified. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I believe that when I need this puppy, the Lord my God will be with me when, when I go. So yeah, I'm in love with this thing. He does all custom designs. Um, he actually made another one just like this. It's all pink, hot pink, light pink, a lot like my nails. Um, and it has Pretty Little Patriot logo, which is one of my brands. And he has those for sale on his site, and he's doing a short run. There's only 10 that are going to be made um, completely. So if you want to grab one of those, you can go to patriotbarbie.com and click on the LSD Arms. Or you can go to his website, lsdarms.com slash Patriot Barbie. You know, we're getting some interesting comments here. Uh, yep. You know, they, they love it. Oh, uh, yay. Yeah. Uh, Thank God you left Oregon and now in Arizona, and then also they're they're loving the uh, the firearm here. Sweet gun, that's very cool. Thank and, you. And then here's one very cautionary tale. Oh, I see. I've, I've lost my camera angle. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. It is a pistol brace. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what. Probably should have taken it off before I Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie, whoopsie. Oh. Anyway. No, that's just the stand for it. See, sometimes I like to prop it up and oh, make I get sure it. it stands up. That's it's just a stand. stand. That's the gun stand. Yeah, don't miss it. Yeah, I'll bet. One of the big things is I was I was I was excited because I love to hear I love when the guests come on and they start quoting the uh, Bible you know yeah. I'm just like oh yeah here we go this is gonna be a good one How yeah so awesome believe? awesome on you yeah thank you How else do we believe what we believe without the the biblical you know the biblical scripture to back up our morality. Now, you got a lot of attention at the time. In fact, we're playing the, the video again just without the audio. Uh, tell us what has the, been the impact of all of this. Uh, publicity and so forth on your family's life? Oh, man, my family has handled it well, especially my husband. Um, this was a catalyst in our life. I mean, we owned six businesses in Oregon. We had just built a beautiful home. We planned to live there forever, um, saved up for our entire marriage, bought a boat. We were ready to smooth sail and just kind of live out, ride out our life. And the timing was just alarming. Like we were at the peak of our careers and then they locked everybody down. 
And me opening up was, like I said, I fought the government and then I fought Antifa and then I fought cancel culture. Um, and then we did ultimately lose all of our businesses to cancel culture. We ended up having to close my salon, sell our gym, close four tanning salons. Oh, there's the pretty little Patriot gun. Look at that thing. Oh, it's so pretty. Um, and, you know, moved to Arizona kind of on a whim. We just knew that I was getting death threats in Oregon. We weren't going to literally and figuratively survive um, financially or physically. And once I got to Arizona, I um, had an identity crisis. I didn't know who I was. I had lost everything. I had lost friendships, you know, alleged friendships. Um, I lost friends, clients, family. We, we were rewriting our life. And I really asked the Lord to reveal to me what all of it was for. And when I sat down and wrote my book, I was, I was very clearly being told that I'd been prepared my whole life for this, even though, you know, I never prayed about opening my salon. I never prayed about calling to arms. Those are just things that I instinctively did to protect myself and my family and what I had worked for. After writing my book, God made it very clear, you know, you've been through the things you've been through because I have been preparing you for this. And now I, I expect and I call you into your purpose. And I gave myself goosebumps. Um, my purpose is to be <laughs> the Patriot Barbie, um, to be an advocate for everything, freedom, parents, um, families, Jesus, our religious freedoms, our gun rights, our freedom of speech, you know, our freedom to be biologically men and women and not have our children indoctrinated. I could go on and on. I just, I've, I've been so called into using my voice for something greater than doing hair extensions. So it's been beautiful. I'm sure you did great hair extensions, but, uh, <laughs> you know, this illustrates to, to each of us, you know, the founding fathers, they felt called, you know, they were business people. Uh, they had farms. They were just trying to, you know, make a living uh, by the very hardest means. But they stepped forward. They felt called like you felt called. And you know what? I'm guessing there are people that are listening to the sound of my voice that may be called uh, to go out there and become a precinct committee chairman. Uh, there might be other things that you could do, each of us, to go out there. And it behooves us to stand up because if we don't, this great republic that we have and the freedom that we enjoy. Uh, and then that freedom is why people break across the Arizona borders like crazy to get here. Those people would not be coming here if it wasn't for the freedom. Hey, I, I want to leave it behind. Uh, I don't know what you think about that, Scott. Uh, I, you know, you're a, a former Marine sniper. You've fought for us, not only, uh, of course, as an air marshal, but Hey, how, how was it when you were in the Marines? Did people realize it was a sense of duty? Uh, absolutely. Uh, it, the thing is, we're all called to stand up for, for what's right. Uh, you know, I know, you know that we in the military served to even give those people that were protesting and burning down cities a voice, you know, without them all being hauled off and, and executed in the streets. But the thing is, you know, you still got to treat your fellow citizens with respect and dignity. Uh, I don't necessarily think that was done. I don't think it was done to Lindsay. Uh, and I apologize on behalf of the nation for that. You know, it's just not the way things are supposed to be handled. But uh, it, it is one of those things we do give people that right. They are allowed to stand up. They are allowed to do these things. But 
you know, the, we're, we still need to follow decency, right? We need to be, you know, kind people to each other. We're never going to get anywhere if we keep burning down each other's city. So uh, again, Lindsay, thank you for standing up and having the courage to do the things that you've done so far. Thank you. Hey guys, uh, we want you to stay tuned here because later on at the end of the show, Barbie has a lot of cool stuff that she's going to be giving away. We'll show you that here on camera and uh, uh, Barbie, you're going to hang around here through the break and then through the rest of the show and, and you'll be able to uh, welcome our next guest, uh, Aero Precision. And they're going to be here in just a minute as soon as I pump up the, the business here by pushing the right button. <laughs> Hey, welcome back. If you haven't signed up yet, make sure that you sign up and become a follower of Gunstuff by going to gunstuff.tv. At the bottom of every page, there's a link for you to join our mail list. And you're, no, you're going to find out about free, cool stuff. Uh, before we introduce our next guest, Lindsay, you brought along a book, and you've been prompted, about, and we'll talk about this more at the end of the show, but why don't you show that to our camera uh, right here and see if I can get it on the camera. And, and tell us what that is. This is the book that I wrote about a year and a half ago that God very distinctly called me to write through three different people. And um, it went from, okay, Lord, how am I going to write about fighting the government? I feel like that's going to be a really short book. And everybody saw the news. Um, but what it ended up being was my testimony. And um, boy, it's chock full of really juicy stuff that I did in my 20s, um, which will make you cry. Um, I did write it. I didn't ghostwrite it. Um, I sat at a computer and typed the whole thing. So it's, I've been told that when you read it, it sounds like I'm talking. I say dude a lot. I, I talk like a, <laughs> I talk like a man, but, um, so it's an easy read and, uh, it's my testimony. And I, I will say that if you read this, you will discover that, um, after hearing me tell you that I've lost six businesses and a home and friendships and family and my entire livelihood, my life is more beautiful and more purposeful than it's ever been. And this will empower you to want to rise up and speak up for what's right. Hey, uh, make sure you guys comment during the show and we're going to be giving away that and a bunch of other cool uh, Patriot Barbie swag here. Let's bring along our next guest here. And uh, let me see if I can get that to come in here. Kirk Foreman from Aero Precision. Uh, Kirk, so glad to have you here on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. So Aero Precision, you guys have been around a long time. Uh, and, and uh, you know, what the heck is Aero? What does it have to do with guns? Tell us a little bit about the background of Aero Precision. Yeah, so initially the Aero comes from aerospace. Uh, back in the day, we were originally OEMing airplane parts, actually. I mean, you know, we're based out of the Pacific Northwest, which is a hub for aircraft manufacturing. Um, did that for a while. Um, 
our founder and CEO, he kind of got into OEMing for the firearms industry um, at a certain point. Um, and that kind of took off. And then from there, we became a prominent OEM manufacturer, specifically in like the AR and its derivatives um, in that space in the firearms industry. Uh, once we built that reputation up, then we kind of fully stepped into the firearms industry as our own brand. Um, and we've kind of grown that since and become one of the more prominent uh, firearms manufacturers in the nation. So, You know, I think we're familiar and basically everybody's familiar with those great lowers that you make. And I believe uh, during our break, you went out and grabbed one. Uh, you wanted to see if they still had any in stock as you sell them so fast. And you grabbed one out of the inventory line uh, and you're going to be giving that away. Can you show that to our, our viewers? Yep. Yep. So we got our M41 lower receiver here. This is kind of our flagship lower receiver. Um, it's compatible with most spec components, but still features uh, some upgrades over like your traditional most spec low receiver. Um, it's made from a custom forging, has an integral trigger guard, flare magazine well, and then the roll pins are replaced with threaded pins on this to make the assembly process a lot easier for the at home builder. And you, uh, uh, folks, now look, just comment. Um, it, oh, by the way, I'm seeing already the comments are coming in. Hey, this is a cool one here. This, this young fella here, let me see if I can bring him on, uh, Mr. Raznick. Uh, he has a 223 Wild from Arrow. So, hey, you've already got some fans right here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your business, Rick. We appreciate it. Yeah, and let's see. Uh, and there's several of these folks that are familiar with the Arrow brand. Now, I was kind of surprised because I – you know, we're, we're in a hurry here, and you folks know what a terrible job I do putting this show together, all the graphics. I try to get everything done, but I'm always pushing the wrong buttons, and uh, that's because I have two left thumbs. And uh, I was surprised at some of the media that you sent here. And let me see if I can bring it up, because you guys are now doing suppressors? Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's kind of a new uh, product line for us. You know, again, we're kind of traditionally known in the AR-15 and der that derivative space. Um, but this kind of last year, we've broken into the suppressor and the bolt action space, and the suppressor's kind of been a big leap for us, um, expanding into more of a full suit firearms manufacturer that offers, you know, not just these specific components, but kind of the wide variety of uh, accessories and whatnot that you can expect. So suppressors, uh, Scott, yeah. now, you know, we were talking about James Bond here a little bit earlier, and, uh, you know, if you, if you look at Dr. No, uh, and you'll, you'll, I, I just love that. James Bond is in, in uh, Bermuda, I guess. And, you know, he's, he's shooting uh, the one guy that comes in there and he's got his suppressor on there. He says, you've had your six. And I mean, it, he, he really makes it look. But suppressors are, aren't just for uh, uh, the ordinary uh, run-of-the-mill spy. I think it's also for individuals. Am I right, Scott? Yeah, so um, I've been running suppressor on my rifle for a long time, but first I wanted to say, uh, Kirk, thank you for joining us. I've been using uh, Arrows products for a very long time, uh, so I've I have your receivers, hand hand guards. Uh, you know, I've you know I've, I specifically bought your um, scope mounts. So you got so Arrow Precision has been making very high quality AR parts for a very long time. They branched out to, to multiple things today. We're not talking about your bolt guns, but you guys now offer bolt guns. You have a little bit of everything, but your new venture into suppressors 
is I'm expecting to be just as impressive. Now you guys have several models and uh, right now I run a little bitty short suppressor and that's just enough, just enough to take off the edge when I'm shooting competitions. And it's one of those things that uh, now that suppressors are becoming more common, it's one of those things that, you know, one, I think it should be easier to, to uh, obtain one, uh, you know, through the government and all that. But that is something that I think should be a piece of standard equipment nowadays uh, because it saves your hearing, it reduces recoil, uh, just it makes the gun a lot more enjoyable to shoot for sport, but then also for hunting applications. And I mean, so you guys have several different models. Kirk, can you tell us a, a little bit about some of those models? Yeah. So the, uh, it's several models within kind of the same kind of subline within the suppressors. So it's kind of the debut lineup. It's going to be the Lahar 30. So we wanted to enter the market with something that we could adapt or the users could actually adapt to many use cases. Um, so we have three lengths. Those are going to be the three different models. Um, the, the kind of the core construction and design around the suppressors is the same. They just get shorter or longer, depending on what kind of performance and uh, weight you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. They're a fully welded 30 caliber suppressor. They have a hybrid construction. And what that means is we use different materials that are better at different things in different areas of the suppressor to help make sure it can A, hold up to uh, some more extreme uses and B, you know, uh, make sure that, you know, we're not overbuilding it to the sense where you're, um, you're getting us like a super, super diminished return at a, a necessary cost for the end user. So we use 17-4 stainless most of, and most of the suppressors. So that's going to be your blast chamber and secondary baffles. And then that blast baffle is actually made from Inconel, which is a um, nickel chromium super alloy that has a really, really, really high heat resistance. So that allows the suppressor to have no minimum barrel length restrictions as well as uh, no fire rate restrictions. So you could run it on full auto hypothetically if that's something you have access to. Yeah, and so with a lot of the guns that you might want to put this on, uh, and 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 what Kirk's talking about is is that blast chamber is able to sustain a higher pressure. So if you put that on a 308 or a Creedmoor or something like that, that's more of a high powered rifle cartridge, you're not going to blow the thing up. You know, you're not. It's not going to be. You know, it's it's going to be able to take that blast. But uh, you guys also have different adapters. If I'm not mistaken, when I was looking at your site, there's a couple of different adapters so you can fit it to different different uh, threads and stuff like that. Is that correct? Yeah, so something really cool, The uh, we can't take credit for this, this is something the industry has kind of done on its own, is we have kind of a standardized, we call it hub uh, mounting interface for most, uh, you know, centerfire rifle suppressors. That's something we're seeing kind of across the board from not only us, but a plethora of other people. Um, and basically what that means is the back of the suppressor is threaded for one and three ace by 24 uh, thread per inch which allows us to run, you know, our direct thread adapters. We have a QD we're developing that'll plug into the back of that. But also if you're a user who's already invested in a quick detach system, uh, a lot of these like major manufacturers in our space are making adapters that can plug into that same thread pitch. You plug into the back of any can that's compatible and you can run that QD system. Uh, so like, for example, if you're, uh, you know, invested in chemo, you can get a chemo adapter that plugs directly into the back of our suppressor and run those QD devices, um, which is kind of a really neat thing that we kind of, I don't know how intentional it was, but it kind of organically came to um, suppressor space is very collaborative generally. So it's been a, kind of a really cool thing that we were all able to kind of get on that same that same wavelength. Hey, Kirk, we, yeah. we're getting a lot of uh, interaction here. You can see them scrolling up here on the screen. I, I'm busy working on that. Uh, we had an interesting question for RNG tactics. Uh, so what is the cost before the government gets involved? So. Let's let's break that question into two different parts. Let's first talk about in general. Uh, how can an ordinary person get a uh, 
uh, suppressor. How much does it cost, and how, what's through that? And then when we're, when we're finished that discussion, we'll talk about cost. So, so what's involved? Uh, I, Kirk, uh, I know uh, Scott's got his, but for the rest of the people watching, how do you how do you get one? So it's a little more involved than buying like an normal firearm where you just go in and do a background check. That's still part of it, but there's also the tax stamping process where basically if you're buying a suppressor from a manufacturer, you have to go into a dealer who uh, sells NFA items, which is National Firearms Act. That's what these are regulated under. Um, it has, the, has paid the proper licensing fees to carry and deal in that business. Uh, you go in, you start your paperwork on it, and you're going to file what's called an ATF Form 4 on it, which requires you to, it's, some of the questions are similar to what you would see when you purchase a firearm. Uh, but you also have to submit fingerprints, a passport photo, and then pay a $200 tax stamp. And that's basically just a transfer tax on the item. Um, so it's a little more involved from that, that aspect. And then on top of that, the federal government then has to process that paperwork and approve your tax stamp, which takes, uh, right now, we're looking at upwards of about a year um, for that process. And this is all assuming it's legal in your state and local jurisdictions. So uh, two questions on that. Uh, uh, first, I'm going to ask Scott a real quick question. Uh, just a brief answer. Tax stamp. What the heck is a tax stamp? Is it a real stamp or is it, I think it's say it. What is it? Yeah. So you you file a form for and they quite literally, as arcane as it is, they quite literally send you back a physical stamp. It looks like a postage stamp and it is your two, it costs you $200 for the government to give you permission to actually put a muffler on your firearm to prevent it from blowing your eardrums out. Uh, it's one of those things that, you know, that was villainized and they were able to pass the legislation on it. And now we have to suffer the consequences of it, but it's a great piece of gear. I would suggest anybody uh, to go get one, you know, the, it, it, it just makes it shoot better. It's quieter. It's uh, more comfortable. So, yeah. So a question for Lindsay. Now, uh, back in the day uh, when the country was founded, people were really rebelling over a similar tax stamp over tea and imports from Great Britain. So does this sound a lot, uh, Lindsay, does this sound a lot like uh, government overreach that from King George? What do you think? Lindsay? I think everything gun related right now is 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 overlorded um just even going back to that california news article it's like the, the, when when leftists and and liberals say we're not trying to take your guns it's like well i don't actually believe that they're going to come and take our guns they're going to make it so hard to own guns that it will be nearly impossible and that california law is a prime example they've they basically instituted um, a legal issue where Manufacturers can't even make guns to live up to the standard, so therefore, technically, they're just kind of illegal. Um, and did they come and take them? No, but they made them nearly impossible to own. That's what they're doing here. That's what that's what they're doing moving forward, which is why we have to be so so strong and advocate for each little teeny tiny right that they try to take in the gun industry. So, Kirk, let me ask you, since you guys are in the business now of making these suppressors, uh, if it were more readily obtainable. If if anybody could get them and they didn't have to wait a year and spend 200 bucks, what impact would a suppressor availability have in new shooters and training youth and, and, and people that have never really shot firearms? What impact would that have? Uh, would it increase gun ownership and gun safety? Uh, or do you think it would be just bad because um, more of the mafia are going to be able to shoot with suppressors? What do you think? 
Well, suppressors, you know, at the at the core, they're a piece of safety equipment. Um, it was funny y'all were talking about James Bond earlier, like that stigma around them about like the silencer thing where they're like super, super, super quiet isn't really true. Um, it just takes the edge off enough to where it's more hearing safe. So I think it's absolutely, uh, you know, a, a useful tool uh, to help practice, you know, you know, get new people into the sports as well as, uh, you know, do that safely. Um, I personally, unless I have no choice, will always shoot suppressed um, just because it's it's way better on your ears. And, you know, you don't get it back once you lose it. It's gone. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Uh, here's a close up here, uh, Kirk. We wanted to make yeah, Kirk, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, can you tell us a little bit about the end cap design here? So that's one of the few things that uh, I see, you know, a lot of the suppressor manufacturers are, are kind of getting and you can see some that have different designs on there. But what exactly does that design do for the suppressor? Uh, yeah, so for some applications, it does offer, um, you know, it changes the flash signature a little bit. And that's a piece of it. Okay. The big thing for like your commercial user is going to be that it is replaceable. Um, so that actually is a threaded in piece. It's not welded into the suppressor. If you have um, a, what's called like a baffle strike or an end cap strike where a projectile suppressor is not aligned for some reason or the bullet does something goofy, um, it can contact, you know, one of those components. And the end cap is often victim of that. So having it be replaceable is a, is a really good benefit um you know god forbid that ever happens um it is one of those things though they say there's two types of suppressor owners those that have had baffle strikes and those who will so um it's just kind of the nature of it unfortunately um but yeah having that replaceable end cap does you know if a warranty does have to happen it does help us do that a lot quicker um and it you know it minimizes the need for you know really really extended uh you know you know warranty times on those parts yeah and one of the one of the great things i like about it also is like you said the the flash signature on the end of it, you know, like if, if you're shooting uh, like, like a home defense situation at, at in your in your home at night, you know, you the flash can be something that can, you know, if, you, if you're shooting a regular firearm, you're going to get flash anyways. But if you have a suppressor, then you have the ability to suppress that flash so that then you are able to keep your night vision and all these other things. Or if you are using night vision, it doesn't wash out your doesn't wash out your night vision or turn on the safeties you know, that protect the night vision as well. But uh, it also that you can see in a lot of slow-mo uh, footage the the, the gunpowder that is unspent in the barrel, once it exits the barrel and comes out in that cloud in front of the gun, that once that air uh, fuel, once that air powder mixture gets just right, it ignites again. Uh, so these those little prongs on the end there help disperse that properly so that you don't have that. So you don't get that super bright flash because we've all seen in action movies where someone has a machine gun and it's just like this big fireball everywhere. Uh, that's actually distracting and it actually scares people to to shoot firearms. So when you're able to mitigate that, it make like I said, it makes it more enjoyable to shoot. It makes someone who's uh, who's not used to shooting more uh, comfortable when they do pull the trigger in a sporting event or a self defense situation. It makes it a lot lot easier for them, and it doesn't. It's less jarring. So it's uh, it's it's a really good design. I've watched a couple of videos on it, and it, it's a really good. I like it. You Thank know, you. I'm bringing up yeah. here another photo. Uh, this is one of your bold actions. In fact, we're not going to talk about the firearm, but you'll notice that we do have the suppressor installed. Kirk, before we go, because we're kind of running out of time here uh, at the end of, for this segment, tell us a little bit about the impact of hunting with a suppressor. What does that do? Yeah, so generally, um, when you're out in the woods, you don't want to be wearing earmuffs because you need to be able to hear um, for both you know, your safety and then you know, to be able to you know, hunt successfully. Um, so having the suppressor allows you to do that, still help maintain that, you know, um, 
that sensory ability. And then when you, you know, if you are presented with a shot on an animal that you're able to harvest, um, you're not giving yourself uh, a severe, you know, hearing damage uh, as you would if you were just shooting like an unsuppressed gun, right? So, and that that does a couple things. It'll, you know, you're not going to have the ringing that you're going to have to be fighting with for the time after, uh, if you have to hear, you know, after that shot. Um, and also just again, long-term it's hearing protection. So you're, you're really, you're really, you know, saving your ears, um, doing them a big favor. Um, it's definitely like, again, it's a piece of equipment I think everyone should own. Um, there's certain companies like Silencer Shop that make uh, the purchase of these a lot more streamlined. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty, pretty easy and straightforward for, for folks. So Kirk, uh, you can see on our screen here, uh, but there are people that watch, well, they don't watch this. They get this content later. Uh, over our Spotify and Apple podcast. So, Kirk, why don't you read for us uh, the URL so people can know where they can learn more about uh, Aero Precision. Yeah, it'll be Aero, A-E-R-O, precisionusa.com. Hey, guys, uh, head on over there and learn more about it. Now, we're going to be back after a quick break. Uh, we have, uh, you, you see behind us in the, the mountain range, the Black Mountain mountain range, we have a supercomputer. Now, we're going to be awarding, uh, show that up to us one more time, uh, if you don't mind, Kirk, that lower that we're going to be giving away. And that, again, is Kirk. Can you tell us? The M4E1 lower receiver. Hey, uh, I tell you what, it's going to be worth your while to stick around uh, for, for the winner of this right after this brief commercial announcement. The headrest safe is quick and easy to use. Some may even call it a game changer. The headrest safe acts as a safety net, protecting your belongings while keeping them out of sight and out of bounds of others serving as security while also keeping your valuables inbounds. That's what the headrest safe provides for me. Game, set, match. Hey, thanks for watching us. Thanks for supporting our, our uh, guests and our vendors. Hey, I want to bring back on Aero Precision and uh, Show that up one more time. Somebody is going to get that. Now, if you don't know what that is, you are new to the firearm business. Uh, that is a lower receiver. Actually, that is what they call the firearm. That is serialized. And then we can't ship that to your house. It has to be shipped to an FFL. And what do you do with it, you ask? Well, you can replace uh, the OEM product that came on whatever uh, nondescript firearm you have and upgrade it to a better firearm. And uh, that's pretty easy, isn't it, Scott? Isn't it, it's not too tough to upgrade that, or am I wrong? No, no, it may require a couple of special tools like a just an AR wrench, but uh, it's really easy. And there are a blue million videos on how to do it and how not to do that. So, <laughs> but I actually learned more from the how not to videos, you know, that I usually learned when it, when it comes to like putting new parts on guns and stuff like that. I usually learn a little more from the mistakes than I do from the, the really well done ones. But uh, yeah, so uh, you, and then uh, for those of us out there, that's the reason, that's an excuse for a whole new build. So there you go. <laughs> hey, you know what? This has given me a great idea for a new uh, YouTube channel for gun stuff. How not to do a podcast and how uh, not to push wrong buttons, because I'm an expert at that. Hey, uh, let's talk about the winner, the giveaway winner. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, our winner for this is Sean Burchett. Sean Burchett. 
uh, go onto our site, fill out the, the winner's form. It's gunstuff.tv slash winner. And uh, we'll get that information over to Kirk, and then Kirk will send it to your FFL. Uh, you also need to select an FFL, but of course, we'll walk you through all that later on. So for those of you viewing, if you ever win something that's serialized, we, of course, reach out to you afterwards, and we walk you through the process just to make it as simple as possible. But congratulations, Sean. Uh, either you're going to replace a, a part on a rifle, or you're going to start a whole new build. So either way have fun with it hey sean there's a word of the wise here for you uh if you don't know how to type in that url gunstuff.tv slash winner find somebody that can type it in for you sometimes people have trouble with that believe it or not and, and also once you get it we want to get a picture of your build and and we want to be able to see it so I'll be sure to put it out on social media and uh i'm going to switch out our uh our graphic here. So we see aeroprecisionusa.com. Kirk, thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. We wish you all the best. I, You know, Lindsay, what do you think about these suppressors? I think everybody in America needs one. What do you think? I think so, too. Too bad we all have to wait a year and pay $200 and get a stamp. <laughs> Someday, yeah. someday we're going to uh, we're going to tear down the ATF and all those. Big you got to be fingerprinted. Right. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, hey, I, I, that reminds me. I'm going to think I'm going to have a special session on the ATF. Uh, however, you can't rag on them too much because they can shut us down right right today. And uh, that we wouldn't want that. Hey, Kirk, thanks yeah. so much for being on our show. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. So Lindsay, Good to see you, Kirk. Got some cool stuff. I do have cool stuff. And why don't you show us online here? And Scott, uh, I don't know how that supercomputer is going to handle it because we got an overload right now. So let's start with the T-shirts. What All do right. you say? All right. We've so got two T-shirts here. And the first one, let's just show it on camera, and then we'll ask Scott who the winner is. I'm giving this puppy away. It's a Guns and Glory Shall women's sweatshirt. Shall not be infringed. All right, right. guns and glory. So uh, <laughs> the computer, please. Yep. So uh, the winner of that is Cindy Fab. Cindy Fab, congratulations on the shirt. Again, Cindy go Fab. on and uh, fill out the Cindy Fab. Yep. So All go right. on, fill out the form. Winners at Gun Stuff. I believe she's won something in the past. If the name sounds familiar, but uh, just wanted to make sure we gave that away to one of our uh, ladies. So. Okay, and uh, coming up next. This is a men's arms are the true badge of liberty, American flag. You can see the we the people in there, and then of course gun and some ammo. Um, this is a size large men's t-shirt from my shop. And so, so folks, uh, so I'm not, I don't want to miss out on this. So if you don't win it today, you can go and buy it, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, shoppatriotbarbie.com. Okay, very and affordable and very nice luxuries. Is, is there a link on your on your website, too? There is, yes. If you go to patriotbarbie.com, uh, there is a shop section, and you can get to everything, my book, my merch, uh, my partners, all that. There it is, patriotbarbie.com. Okay, so the winner of that one, Scott. Uh, so the winner of that one is Stephen Bowmeister. Stephen Bowmeister, B-A-U, Meister. So, Stephen, <laughs> go on and, and and fill out the form. Uh, I'd have to say my favorite piece of uh, merch that when I was looking at it was the one that's the Jesus with this with the GI Joe symbol. Uh, Christ Jesus is my hero, or whatever. Yeah. So that 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 one is probably the my favorite. Yeah, that's that that looks really cool. I think that one's pretty pretty neat. So you guys will have to go on to her site and check it out. Speaking of ball caps, next one up. Freedom ball cap, camo, snapback. 
not much to say. I love that. She knows our special secret word. And, Snap back. And, and that's for great. Freedom. Scott? Yep. So what was it they call it? They call that uh, the, the woodland uh, camouflage that is God's plaid. So uh, so in God's plaid, uh, our winner of the hat is the is Kentucky Buck Buster. Kentucky Buck Buster. So our KY Buck Buster. So uh, go on and fill out the here. form. Sorry, Scott, we're, we're moving on here. This is the, uh, yeah. the, the finish this up. We've got the grand prize, which is an autographed copy of one of the greatest patriots you will ever meet on this planet <laughs> right here sitting in the gun stuff studio. That is a keepsake and, uh, and it has your favorite scripture on there. I see. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, just a word to the wise. If you haven't discovered uh, the gospel, mm. it might be a good idea to start looking at it. You know, our founding fathers were all uh, devout churchgoers mm -hmm. and uh, they looked to God for direction. And so I thank you for putting yeah. that in, in as long as well as your autograph. So the winner is. Yeah. So our winner goes with the handle of Freedom Peace Food Farms, Freedom Peace Food Farms. Uh, they were they were busy. They were in there commenting and everything. So uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, go on, fill out the form rumble, and, rumble, and we'll get the book to you. I believe so. Freedom Peace Food. If, if that's you, you better fill out the form. And, and guys, when you, whenever you get this stuff, there's no excuse. Please get a picture of yourself. Share it on social media. Tag Patriot Barbie here. Tag Gun Stuff. Show folks where you get it. Now, the last one right here. I'm going to just put myself on camera here. Being a shy guy, I hate to do that. But here it is. This is the Bone Dry Gun Case. Now, it opens up with some real stiff Velcro. It's got drying properties inside go back and look at one of our past uh episodes you'll learn more about it you go out shooting your gun is wet you put it inside there just like that and we're going to close it up and we're going to send this right out to you in fact we're going to send this very one i sure hope that we don't forget to take the firearm out of there. I was going to say, this the is a good ATF gift. like that. I should have been commenting while we were on. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so, so I could be. So, so, and, and, by the way, it's rechargeable almost infinitely. So who gets that? Yeah. Mark TA on Rumble. Rumble viewer Mark TA. So go on, fill out the form, and we'll get it to you. Yes. And again, uh, when you get it, let us see it. Hey, Scott, thanks for being on the show. Lindsay, we're excited to have you in our studio. We want to have you back here again. Thank you. Uh, and uh, it's, it's my personal heartfelt and also for gun stuff. And I speak for the viewers. Thank God that we have people like you willing to stand up for our rights. And, uh, and, you know, I get the impression you were just an ordinary person mm -hmm. and you just stood up the line. And I, that should be encouragement to each of us. You should be asking yourself, if you're watching this, this, this show, you should be asking yourself this question. What can I do to defend liberty in this time? Mm -hmm. Is it worth it to me to pass it on to my children and grandchildren? And if it is, look for a way to stand up and follow the example of Lindsey Graham. Scott, Lindsey, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you know, you. at the beginning of the show, I told you that you could all be winners, too. And if you haven't, you, there's no excuse because we're giving this stuff away free. Don't ask me why. And, and uh, Lindsey asked me for the show. She said, 
you need to have your head examined, Chris. And uh, well, that's probably true. I've heard that for, for, for many years. So, hey, if you want to get yourself an ADCO super thumb, all you have to do is go to gunstuff.tv, put in the word pistol pack so you can find it. Okay. And then on checkout, put in the code, the secret code, ADCO. And uh, you'll be a happy winner, uh, $59 value. And then there's freight on top of it. But hey, you won't be paying any freight because you're using the coupon code. Now, if you want yourself, uh, it's not as suave as the uh, Patriot Barbie hats. But I tell you what, it's pretty doggone good looking. You get one free with the code FREEDOM. If you don't have one, uh, make sure you get one. We want you wearing it. And if somebody else in your household doesn't wear one, Enter there. Uh, start. You'll have to start a new account and put in their email address, but they'll get one too. Hey, we appreciate you guys uh, hanging in there, being a part of our show. And now we want you to remember. Until next time. Oh, you know, speaking of next time, I should tell you who's coming up. Uh, I almost forget. We've got another great shooter. Uh, and, and, and there's Michael Bain, if I'm not mistaken, and, and uh, Calvin. Cox is going to be on and talking about competitive shooting. And then also mean uh, manufacturing are going to be here talking about their products. But until then, you guys need to get your stuff from gun stuff.